the age of podcasting is here. Staying true to its core of amplifying all voices, Anima Podcasts aim to take this further, bigger, and louder with Here For It. Join us at the Philippines' first ever podcast festival on October 20 at the Glorieta Palm Drive Activity Center. As we bring together the best of Philippines' podcast scene and its ever-growing community of listeners. Here For It, powered by Anima Podcasts and co-presented by Globe. Hello, Supers! This is Paano Bato, the podcast created and hosted by me, Bianca Gonzalez, produced under Anima Podcasts. As you saw today on the pod, we've got Welsh musician Jamie Miller, currently based in LA and just released his new EP, The Things I Left Unsaid. And yes, he's the international singer who collaborated with Moira De La Torre on the song Maybe Next Time. We talk about his songs like No Matter What, Empty Room, the beautiful lyrics, and the stories behind them today on the podcast. His breakout song, Here's Your Perfect, has over a billion streams worldwide. And in this conversation, he talks about actually hesitating to put that song out before because he didn't think it was good enough. And now, a billion streams. A lot of us have felt not good enough at certain points in our life, so how to deal with that? Jamie also talks about dealing with loss, turning pain into power, and so much more. So, let's get right to it. Yeah, because I saw that clip that you were just random, because that is the place where people usually bus yeah, here in Manila perfectly. Said. Oh, so, so how, whose idea was that? Uh, mine. So you said, I'll just like I said, set up here, yeah. sing, and... I, um, I said it to my team before I came out here that I wanted to do it. Okay. So they, they got all their speakers and stuff like that. That and then... is so cool. Mm-hmm. So wait, because the clip I saw was there were like hordes of people already. But what was like, when you started singing, who was the first one that's like... Oh my gosh, Jamie So I actually posted about okay. it. So I was like five minutes late. Okay. And then... Also, I, there was a crowd. I walked already. into the crowd, oh, yeah. That's the crowd so was already awesome. there. So I, when I was walking up, I was like, is this for me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we were chanting Jamie and I was like, oh, snap, this oh, is for me. Oh, so, that's yeah, was, so That's pretty cool. surreal. It was really cool. That's cool. I'm sure that they loved that, that, that spontaneous thing. Um, that you did. But yeah, I want to officially welcome you to Paano Bato, the podcast. Bianca Gonzalez. Yes, that's me. There Paano Bato, that's Tagalog, and it sort of means like... Paano Bato? Yes. Cool. It sort of means like, how? how? How to figure this out? Okay, cool. Yeah, more of that. And I wanted to start, of course, with the song that changed it all for you. Mm-hmm. Here's your perfect. Yes. And beautiful song, Thank needless you. to say. I found it interesting because... Right now, as we speak, it's close to a billion streams worldwide. Yeah, I think I we just that. passed a billion. You passed a billion? Yeah. That's just <laughs> nuts. That's just absolutely that nuts. wild. So uh, I will say that again. Here's your perfect. A billion streams worldwide. Yeah. With so many other artists singing it as well. But rewind to when, before you released it, I saw that you shared that way back, you were thinking of not putting it out. Yes. Because it wasn't a hit. Yeah. And now it's at a billion streams. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it was it was so I wrote it 
maybe like three years before I put it out. So I had, I was sitting on it for a long time. Um, I was surrounded by a few people that were saying that it's not going to do anything for my career and it's not going to, like you said, be a hit. And something in me felt like differently about it. And I went behind a lot of people's back and I just started posting about it. I started singing the high note on TikTok um, and then just started becoming a trend. And then I ended up putting it out and it became Here's Your Perfect. Wow. So that following your gut definitely served its purpose for you on that one. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I'm glad that it didn't bite me in the butt. But what's that war like, right? Mm -hmm. What people who care about you say and what they think about it versus Mm -hmm. like you saying, no, you know what? I think, I think there's something here. I think honestly, like all my life, like I've just followed my gut, whether it be in normal circumstances, relationships, friendships. Um, I've always trusted my gut and I've kind of always had a good track record of being right. Honestly, though, if I'm being genuinely honest, I didn't think Here's Your Perfect was going to be a hit. I just really needed it for myself in that time of my life. I, I had got cheated on in a previous relationship and I think I just needed to put it out so I could close a chapter. Um, I never really thought that I would do 10 million streams, never mind a billion. So I think it just, for me, I just wanted to help people who went maybe through the same thing. And and even if it reached 20 people, I was like, it's out. I can close the chapter. And I remember putting it out, it doing not really good on the first week. So I was like, okay, like on to the next one. And then it was crazy. Amazing, amazing. I mean, how does it even feel saying that one billion streams? <laughs> That's like, what? I can't even fathom it, to be honest. I'm like, it's crazy that it's like reached that many people on yeah. all over the world. And like people singing in Australia or in the Philippines, Indonesia, America. I'm just like, it's just what? It's like a weird thing, but very exciting. But it's like, you're also like, it felt like I was living my life through someone else's eyes mm. in a way. Because I was like, how is this happening to me? I'm just Jamie. It's wild. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I love that. It's like so surreal. But yes, this is your life, believe it or not. You're touring the world. Mm -hmm. And right now, you're in the thick of your Manila visit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to dive in on your new music. Mm -hmm. So first, I wanted to go to No Matter What. Yeah. And this is so inspiring because you shared and I don't want to butcher this so let me read it you shared um, your process in writing this this song Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes in life you have to hit rock bottom to realize all you need is exactly what you have in front of you Mm -hmm. and that the dark days and heartbreak never last forever Mm -hmm. I mean that's exactly what a lot of people who listen to my podcast ask me about yeah those dark days, like clawing through it, not giving up. So yeah, no matter what, great song. Thank you. Yeah, I um, I went through like a really difficult year last year, just personally. Um, I think after having such a successful song take off, there's no guidebook that mm. comes with that. So like, I just went from writing music to like doing so much, and I think as grateful as I am, and there was just like a lot of people around me that w- weren't great for me. Um, friendships, unfortunately, that ended that I never thought would end. Work relationships. And I just kind of got burnt out. 
became very lonely within myself, got really depressed. Um, and I think one thing for me is like people see happiness as money and like people see happiness as like how many followers you have. And for me, I was just like, dang, I would trade it all in just to be happy again. And I just needed to take some time away from from that. And I did. I came off tour last year and I took like seven months off just writing music, going to therapy. And I think for a long time I was like kind of embarrassed to say I was going to therapy. But then I got into a frame of mind where I was like, yo, if it's going to make me feel better, I need I need to go. Um, so no matter what was a song that I wrote as a love letter to myself um, or just the words that I needed to hear and Kind of like what my mum always used to say to me. She used to be like, I'm never going to give up on you no matter what. So you better do the same. Um, and that's why I wrote it. Yeah, no matter what. And it's I, I felt that everything that you said, you feel it when you when you listen to the song. But on your socials, it's so funny because you have this series of like friends reacting to it and you saying that it's a song when imagine walking down the aisle yeah. to this song. <laughs> like I would never make that connection. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's so beautiful because it's a love letter yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it has a double meaning. Like I think I said it to myself, but I I've saw people like have it at weddings of like saying it's uh, their significant other and stuff yeah. like that. So it was like, it's cool that it has a double meaning, but I definitely, even in the music video, it was like me talking to my younger self and then growing up and then going through hardships. Yeah. And I think it was just, it was a well-needed moment for me, you know? Mm -hmm. I wanted to rewind a bit to what you said about what do you do after such a hit song? And yeah. I see that often, like there's this, mindset that sometimes when you do something so successful mm -hmm. after it's like what now or yeah. that fear of putting out new things because what if it's never as good as the last one so I mean like how do you navigate that um like I said like I didn't put here's your perfect out to become a billion streaming song yeah. and I think a lot of times when I do like interviews and stuff they say like are you nervous that you're gonna like you're gonna have to try and get another here's your perfect and I'm like do you know what? I'm like, I'm not because music isn't about how many times it's streamed. It's like, it's how it makes you feel. You know what I'm saying? And I think for me, it was more so like, if I'm putting out music that helps one person, then I'm doing my job. I'm not needing money to be put into my bank account because like a billion people have heard the song. I just feel like I create music because I love to create music and it helps people and I think if I did have another Here's Your Perfect, that'd be incredible. But at the same time, it's like I'm, I just feel like I'm so lucky enough to call this my job. Yeah. And like I'm not worried about having another Here's Your Perfect. I mean, I've, I've got a Here's Your Perfect. And yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm grateful for what I have. That's such a great mindset to have. And I guess you can't let that fear stop you from making more of what you love doing yeah right? and i mean if you did let the fear stop you then it's just not fun anymore yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. yeah um you also mentioned something about having to end friendships or work relationships that you never thought you would mm. have to and a lot of people especially in the philippines i think culturally there is this concept of utang na loob, which is like you're sort of indebted, mm -hmm. which is why a lot of people find it hard to break away from friendships or work relationships that they feel that yeah. utang na loob. But it's so, I guess, humanizing to hear you say that you've actually also had to had to do that. Yeah, for like 
I honestly like you just hearing that is like interesting because that's how I felt for a long time. And I felt like, well, they've done so much for me and like we've experienced so much together. And I think after like honestly going through therapy and like going just like speaking to my mom, my mom's my best friend. Like I just learned that like if someone's not filling your cup in the right way and they're not bringing to you happiness anymore, like sometimes people's purpose is just to serve as a chapter, not the whole book. And that's one thing my therapist told me. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I don't have to be, like you said, in debt to someone. And I don't have to feel like I should keep them around just because we've experienced some life together. Because like I felt like if you're surrounding yourself with negative things and people who bring you down, just because they're your friend doesn't mean that it's okay. Wow. So. That's real talk for a lot of people <laughs> listening to this. So, yeah, I mean... It is what it is. And sometimes you just have to move past it and count it. Lucky that you guys had each other for a little bit of time, but sometimes it's best. Yeah. It is what it is. Speaking of, I love that upbeat (laughs) song in your portfolio. (laughs) I was actually listening to it on the way way here. No way. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to go to another song, of course, Empty Room, one of the latest releases. Yeah. It is a beautiful song about you. your your nana, mm-hmm. your grandmother. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't want to butcher this, but you shared that the last thing she told you was, I can do more for you up in heaven than I can do down here. Just look for a white feather and that will be me. Yeah. She really said that. She did, yeah. <gasps> and I, I wear my nana around my neck, but the picture is faded. But this is... This was the picture, but it's been through the ringer. But yeah, I wear it around my neck. She was my best friend and um, she always believed in me. And I think for me, it's weird because I feel like people, when people lose their grandparents, people are like, oh, it's just a grandparent. It's like not your mom or dad. And I feel like for me, my Nana was just the core of our family. Like if Nana was in the room, then it was amazing. Like, and she brought all our family together. And my mom and dad are Scottish. So I was from Wales, so I never really got to see my family all that much. So we would travel like every like three months to go and see them, to go and see her. But we just had such a good bond and a relationship. But yeah, I always find white feathers and it's always like a nice You really literally like find random white feathers? Yeah, I literally have, I'm not even joking, like I have like a box in my house. You keep it. Just like white feathers. Yeah, I do. I just like, and even if it's, you know, sounds stupid, it's just... A nice little reminder that like I'm on the right path. Oh, not stupid at all. <laughs> Did you used to sing to your nana? What's that? You yeah, oh yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, she was like the funniest person in the room, and yeah, she's she's awesome. Oh, have you found seen a white feather here in Manila? I have. Oh, <laughs> where? Just outside my hotel. I'm just like it's so funny. But your hotel is like right smack in the middle of the city. Yeah. There was a white feather. There was a white feather. That's nuts. Yeah, and I always find them in the most random places. Like, I don't even have a feather couch, and I always find them in my like, living room. And it's so cool. So, like, I, I don't know. It's just like a little. If I find it, I feel safe. Yeah. I feel happy. And I'm just like, okay. I get and that. how incredible that they just pop up, like, <laughs> yeah. wherever in right? random places. Yeah. yeah. And I think Brighton Empty Room was like, just like, I never touched on that subject of, like, you know, like closure of like someone passing because like when you do that means they're actually gone so i never really spoke about it and i think this year i was just like 
just wanted to touch on so many things that I never did. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, so many of those who are listening right now are going through a very similar situation or a similar type of pain, mm-hmm. whether it's not, whether it's a physical loss or not, or just a loss like distance. I mean, how do you find comfort during those times that it feels like that empty room? I think just like looking back at all the good times, memories and happy times that you had with people and just like not allowing them to feel like, oh, they're not gone. They're still here, but they're just, you just can't see them, you know? And I feel like my mom and me, I just have a really close relationship. So we always just talk about her as if she's still here. And like, I think even with hardships in life, like as long as you have good people around you and like you're always talking about your problems, about your feelings. My mom always says to me, a problem shared is a problem halved. And that's just something I live by now. Wow. So your mom is quite the writer slash poet as well. You get it from her? Yeah, she's amazing. Like my mom is the most incredible woman on the earth. And yeah. Oh, that warms my heart. (laughs) I'm a mom too. So that warms my heart to hear um, you say that. But yeah, I get you. I guess you get your being a wordsmith from her as well. Because these quotes that you're sharing from your mom, it's like, (laughs) so for a song. It's so funny because like my mom always like puts herself down. Like in terms of like, she's so insecure about the way she looks. She's so insecure about like the way she writes. Like she always says she's not smart. And it's so funny because I come across as so confident, but I probably am the same way. And I think I get it from her. But I'm like looking at him like, you're so beautiful. You're so amazing, mom. And I think she's just incredible. And if I'm anything like she is, I'm I'm proud of myself. Oh, absolutely. And she's so proud of you, I'm Thank sure. You. Okay, another song that has been on repeat, especially for Pinoy's, is Maybe Next Time. Mm-hmm. On its own, but more so because, of course, you collaborated with one of our biggest um, Filipino artists right now, mm-hmm. Moira. So does that mean you're familiar with the word hugot by hugot, now? Yeah. yeah, heartbreak. Yeah, because they call her the hugot queen. <laughs> Actually, not just heartbreak. Hugot is more like you have like these aches and pains that you draw from. That's yeah. why hugot. Hugot is sort of like pull. Yeah. So you draw from the the pain. So you're familiar yeah, with I'm hugot. Familiar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially from Spotify. Like I, the Spotify have a hugot playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I always go on it to check out music. Yeah. And um, no, Moira is incredible. I, I wrote Maybe Next Time last year. And uh I remember just saying to my team, do you reckon we could get Moira on this? Because I kept seeing fans just tag me in her stuff like sporadically over the over the years. And she has such an amazing voice, so unique. And when she said yes, we like hopped on FaceTime. And she was so shy and she was so kind. And I felt like just hearing her voice, she just brought the song to so, like, she made it so much better. And I'm on it. We became good friends. And she's just a very special talent. And I think, Everyone deserves to hear Moira. Yeah, that's such a good collaboration. Of course, you also have a version that's solo and you also have a version that's with Young K. Yep. But of course, for Filipinos, we like streaming the, the, Moira. the Moira one. <laughs> I, I'm curious though, did you know at that time, because I don't know when you recorded this, but mm-hmm. did you know that at the time she was also going through something personal? And the theme of this song is yeah. like... Yeah, I think, yeah, I did. Um, she, when we talked, she was just, we were just talking back and forth that we, what we both been through. And she was like, cause obviously it's hard for an artist to come onto a song that they didn't write. It's just like, 
especially know. for a songwriter. Yeah, for like a songwriter, it's just like hard. And I just said, I sent it to her and I was just like, look, take the second verse if you want it, change it however, you, the way you want. Um, and she just said that she just really connected with it. And she wrote the second verse and sent it back to me. And I was like, wow, so cool. And it's so cool that we can turn something so painful into so much beauty and like finding that is really awesome. And I'm very proud of her for doing that. Oh my gosh, I love that you said that because one of the first episodes in the early years of Paanabata that I had that resonated with a lot of people was an episode titled Turning Your Pain into Power. Mm. And I feel like with so many of your songs, especially for this EP Mm -hmm. on The Things Left Unsaid because you have mentioned it was really such a healing Mm -hmm. um, album for you. What's your secret in turning that pain into yeah, sort of your power. I just being real, like real with myself, and like I said, like there was so many times where I was allowing people to speak for me, and like allowing like people to tell me what to say and like where to go and where to be and how to look and how to act, and there was so much facade and like Jamie, like, and I was feel felt so lost in myself that I was like, who am I? And then. When I just like, I started journaling every single day. And I, that's how the project of the things I left and said came about. Because I just remember like writing stuff down. And I'm like, why am I writing it down? Like, why am I not putting it into action? Like, why am I not like changing things that make me happy? Like, why am I not doing the things that I should do to be happy? And um, I think that's why I, I took those like journal entries and I sat down by a piano. And I just turned them into songs that I'm very, very proud of. And there's going to be a few songs that you guys haven't heard yet on the project that are very, like, empowering, like, different side of Jamie um, that makes you dance and, like, makes you, like, just, like, scream. And I don't know. I think just, like, being honest with myself really turned that pain into power. Oh, but that's much easier said than done, being honest about how you really feel, right? Because yeah. sometimes it's, it is it is scary to like be faced with this is really happening and i think i think a lot of people deal with like well there's worse stuff going on in the world and i think by by saying that like we diminish our own feelings and i've learned to accept that everyone's feelings are valid like no matter how big or how small if you're feeling some type of way you have every right to feel some type of way and i think just like knowing that was a real shift yeah Yeah, and you were able to create all these songs that are now so helpful to so many people (laughs) on their own um, healing journey. Mm -hmm. So when we release this episode, actually, the EP will be out. But right now, we're a few days away from it. How do you feel now Uh. that you're on the verge of releasing this next project (laughs) that you poured your heart into? I'm I'm really excited. I feel like it's going to feel like a like a nice exhale and I feel like for so long I've just been so quiet about certain things in my life and there's going to be a few songs that people hear that maybe they don't want to hear and know it's about them but I'm like sometimes like people need to hear some stuff and there's a few songs written about certain people and I think I just have to know that they're going to hear them and it's going to be okay. And mm. I'm just excited for the world to like connect to this yeah. music. Yeah, definitely. Congratulations on this 
wonderful EP so far from from the songs that we've heard so far. <laughs> and yeah, again, when we are recording this, you're a few days away from your first fan meet yes. in Manila. But you have been doing so much already in Manila I so have. far. How has it how's this visit been? It's been it's been insane. Like coming <laughs> coming over here, I didn't expect it to be this way. Um, so for everybody to show up the way they have is just mind blowing to me. But if the if the um episode's already gonna air, I wanna show you yes, what a, is this? the intro to my album. No, and it's, it's, yes, the first track list said yeah. intro, and it's like I wonder what the intro is. And it's my mum, so you'll get to hear her. <gasps> you'll get to hear her voice. So this is this is really sad. Oh my gosh! Okay. But, Hi, Amy. Just wanted to say that everything's going to be fine. I promise you, pal. You're going to get through all this. I love you, and I'm super proud of you. <gasps> it's your time to choose yourself now. Onwards and upwards. Love you, pal. Oh, God. And then it goes into like a. You get it. Oh, wait. Was that an actual recording of your mom or did you ask her to record? It was an actual oh, recording. Oh, shucks. Yeah, when I went like through a little hard time last year, we were on opposite sides of the world. So she'd send me like voice oh, notes. notes. Oh, I love to... voice notes. <laughs> I love voice notes. I'm such a voice note guy. Uh, me too. Yeah. yeah. It. It, it has a different cadence to having to type and read. Yeah, audio you can hear no- the tone. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, why did they say it like that? Yeah. And you're like, oh, they meant it in the <laughs> Yeah. I love audio. That is so awesome. Oh, as a mom, I'm sure she's so proud of yeah, this album. And um, before we ended, I wanted to, to touch on something because you are touring with Eric Nam. Mm-hmm soon yep and eric was recently here on the podcast as oh, well was? yes oh, it was a great conversation as well and i just wanted to quickly ask yeah how did you two meet and what is that friendship collaboration like <laughs> um so we met through social media um we were just social media is incredible yeah we just became mutuals and then he came to a few of my shows last year when i was on tour um and i was going through some stuff we ended up talking at one of my shows, um, and then he introduced me to um, his brother, and now, his, mm. and now his brother manages me. Yes. So his brother is my manager, and uh, now we're like just really good friends, and it's gonna be so fun to go on tour with him because yeah. I've never really been on tour with one of my close friends before. So we're gonna have a lot of fun, and if you're in North America, come come to the Eric Nam and Jamie Miller show, and. Hopefully you'll have a good time. I love that. A Welsh boy and a Korean boy taking <laughs> over in North America. That is so awesome. And I love it that, I mean, a lot of social media gets a lot of flack, right? For the evil and the negative things it causes. But it also, I mean, if used the right way, it also mm. can harbor yeah. great relationships such as this partnership that, that you Finding have now. with roses in the thorns. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to... And officially, yep. this conversation on the phrase, uh, things left unsaid. Yep. This phrase is very Filipino because a lot of Filipinos sort of sometimes, they'll say, I'll say it in Tagalog so you feel it. They'll say, hindi ko na lang sasabihin kasi nakakahiya or whatever. Meaning, I'd rather not say anything instead because blank. For many different reasons, they'd rather not say and I guess because this is the title of your your EP, um, 
what's your advice to everyone struggling to figure out if they should go ahead and say something out loud um, behind all the fears that, that come with that? I would say like if it's hurting you, if it's like bringing you any, anything else but joy, then listen to your gut. And I would say like sometimes it's scary telling people how you feel, but the minute it's released, you're going to feel so much more like yourself and I think always say always say it to a friend always say it to like whoever you can because like it's so important to to speak how you feel and it changed my life telling people how I feel and it changed like the trajectory of my career and cutting people out is not a bad thing so like if anyone's making you feel anything other than happy then they don't no longer serve a purpose in your life Beautifully tied up like a bow going back to the very start of our conversation. Thank you so much, Jamie. I appreciate it. I enjoyed this conversation Thank and you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your stay in Manila. Thanks, Bianca. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, I would love to hear what you think. Please do tag me with your favorite takeaways, favorite lines, favorite parts at I am Super Bianca on Instagram, Instagram Stories, and Twitter. And in case you aren't yet, please do follow Paano Bato on Instagram as well. You can also join our private Facebook group. That is our safe space, our community of supers in the Paano Bato Super Group. And yeah, we are inviting you on October 22 here for it, the first ever podcast festival in the Philippines. And my speaking slot with Paano Bato is going to be at 1 p.m. So please do join us for that. You can also uh, win a meet and greet pass with me as well as VIP swag bags. So just uh, go to Paano Bato on Instagram to find out how to get that. So yeah, thank you so much again for joining me. This is Paano Bato the podcast created and hosted by me, Bianca Gonzalez, produced under Animal Podcasts. Till our next episode, stay super, supers.